What's happening, everybody? On today's show, the SEC drops to 0-2 in bowl games this bowl season. We'll get you caught up with the latest in some of the other schools preparing for bowls, including Bama, Tennessee, and Georgia in the playoff. The latest on the transfer portals. Ole Miss picks up a big-time wide receiver from Texas A&M. And conference play about to get underway in SEC basketball. We'll give you the latest odds to win the conference ahead of SEC play. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. All right, plenty to jump into. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And we start with the bowl game ending last week. Eli Drinkwitz and Mizzou. They were disappointing, losing to Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl, 27-17. Eli Drinkwitz was very emotional in his post-game press conference, hanging his head while sitting at the podium. Uh, Baird Bannister, wide receiver, talked after the game, said he does everything for us, uh, deflects all the blame on himself and everything, but the opportunities were there for us as players. I think they're gonna we're going to continue in that next step, make those plays to put this program in position. Uh, where they want us to be the next few years. Eli Drinkwood said, I love these guys. It's my responsibility. Uh, there was an apology on social media as well from Mizzou linebacker Chad Bailey, who got into a scuffle with DB Ennis Rakestraw during the game and just was an ugly game for Mizzou overall. So Mizzou, they lose to Wake Forest 27-17. And with the loss, the SEC dropped to 0-2 this bowl season after Florida lost to Oregon State. So... Conference going to try to get in the win column on Wednesday. We'll have Kansas taking on Arkansas at 4.30 in the Liberty Bowl. And later that night, Texas Tech will take on Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. So if the SEC can win both of those, we'll get back to 2-2. Two and two. But uh, no pressure there. Other goings-on around the conference, Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs getting ready for their Peach Bowl playoff game. And Kirby met with the media on Monday, talking about some of the players' statuses ahead of Saturday's game against Ohio State. Talked about wide receiver Lad McConkey and right tackle Warren McClendon, who got banged up in the SEC title game. Smart said, we're excited to get those guys back, hopefully, and we'll see how they do this week. Uh, McConkey re-aggravated a left knee injury against LSU in that title game, and uh, McClendon appeared to suffer a lower body injury, pass blocking, getting rolled up by a teammate in that game. Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, he was recruited by Georgia. Kirby Smart knows him well. He said, uh, recounting his visit with him, said he loved his mom. What a tremendous woman. He has a, re- a really good disposition about him. Not real high, not lo- real low. He has just matured. He's become a cl- complete quarterback there in their system. So the Peach Bowl set to take the field 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern on Saturday night on ESPN. Meanwhile, over at Alabama, Nick Saban and the Tide getting ready for their Sugar Bowl matchup. And uh, many of the players, Nick Saban meeting with the media on Monday morning, talking about their matchup against Kansas State. Nick Saban shared how he will preach creating uh, 
value for his motivational tactics. He said playing a bowl game without a uh, playing for the national championship is unusual for the Tide. He said it sort of becomes the standard that is the goal of everybody in this organization, everybody in the program, uh, to actually have an opportunity to play in a playoff. How do you sort of change that mindset to create value for yourself and your team and your teammates to get motivated against what's really been a really good team when you play in the Sugar Bowl and go out there and play winning football? He said, I like the attitude this team has up to this point. Hopefully we can continue to build on that and have positive momentum. Of course, Bryce Young, Will Anderson Jr. are going to play in this game. Saban said they've shown leadership in bucking the trend where we've seen a lot of projected high draft picks opt out of these type of games. So there's a lot of guys out there that would say, I'm not playing because I'm going to go get ready for the draft. He said, well, how do you get better ready for the draft by playing in a game against good competition? So I think both those guys certainly realize that. We've done everything we could as an institution to minimize the risk for them to play. And I think it's a great example for college football that guys that are special players who've had great seasons and won numerous awards choose to continue to play and support their team. So maybe shots fired there by Nick Saban and some of the other folks who have opted out of their games. But Bryce Young and Will Anderson both going to play in the Sugar Bowl and have a chance to get Alabama one more victory on the season before they head off to the pros. Meanwhile, over at uh, South Carolina, Shane Beamer and company, they are getting ready for their Gator Bowl Friday against Notre Dame. They started practices on Monday. And uh, Shane Beamer revealed that Josh Van did not travel with the team and will not play the bowl game. He said, Josh is not here right now. He will not play in this week's game. Jalen Brooks, meanwhile, is doubtful as he deals with an off-the-field issue. Although he did practice on Monday, Van suffered a knee injury in the Clemson game. He was uh, third on the team in receiving yards this year, second in touchdowns with three. Uh, The former four-star recruit led the team last year in receptions and receiving yards. The Gator Bowl will be 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern on ESPN on Friday. Notre Dame versus South Carolina. Over at Kentucky, Mark Stoops getting ready to take on Iowa in the Music City Bowl on Saturday morning. Among the players who will not suit up for the game, quarterback Will Levis, running back Chris Rodriguez. Uh, Two of the biggest pieces of Kentucky's offense on Monday, Kentucky released an updated depth chart for the bowl game. And among the notables, Kaya Sharon, Destin Wade, and Deuce Hogan all listed as co-starters at quarterback for the bowl game. Sharon started the game earlier this year when Levis was out. He went uh, 15 for 27 for 178 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception in the loss to South Carolina. The Music City Bowl kickoff at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Saturday on ABC. Over Tennessee, Josh Heupel and the Vols, they are in Florida ahead of their Sunday night game against the uh, Clemson Tigers in the Orange Bowl. And uh, Josh Heupel asked a number of questions about Tennessee's high-powered offense against Clemson's stealthy defense. He said, there's great players all over the field. When two great teams like this get together at the end of the day, I think you got to do what you do. you got to have some wrinkles to put your kids in a position to be successful bowl game with a long layoff you got to go out and execute our bowl preparation back home and certainly this week when we're in meetings we're on the practice field we have to do that at a really high level Heupel also noted quarterback Joe Milton is excited to play in front of familiar faces being a Florida native he said this is a homecoming for him he's a guy that's from South Florida gonna have a lot of family and friends at the game means a lot to him he's somebody that inside of our program has had a voice been a leader all year long has prepared really consistently. So Joe Milton getting an opportunity 
in the void of Hendon Hooker to show what he can do. Now, one note on the Vols, Jeremy Banks announced his Tennessee playing career has ended. Linebacker shared Saturday night he'll be entering the NFL draft and has opted out of the bowl game this week. He tweeted out, after many prayers, I've decided to begin preparing for the NFL draft. We'll forego the upcoming Orange Bowl. I'm excited to work, uh, get to work in this new, next chapter. So thankful to be a Vol for life. He has 53 tackles, including four and a half for a loss and eight quarterback hurries in 11 appearances this season. He joins wide receivers Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, who have opted out. Offensive tackle Darnell Wright and defensive end Byron Young have also declared for the draft, but they will play in uh, Friday's bowl game. Arkansas, meanwhile, they're getting ready for the uh, Liberty Bowl for the sixth time, finishing fifth in the SEC West. Razorbacks had higher expectations this season. Sam Pittman talking with the media said, we're extremely excited to head to Memphis, play a really good Kansas team in this Liberty Bowl. Coach Leopold has, and his staff have done a tremendous job with their team. We look forward to the challenge. For us, the opportunity to play in a bowl game, what we consider our backyard is going to be special. Lane Kiffin and the Rebels getting ready to take on Texas Tech Wednesday night. And the Rebels shared on their social media uh, tweet reports of ice on the tarmac and added the hashtag drip in the sip. So some people thinking they are going to wear the white uniform tops and white pants in this one. So we'll see how Ole Miss looks when they take the field on Wednesday night. All eyes will be on Quinshawn Judkins with a school record 1,400 rushing yards this season as he takes on that Texas Tech defense in the bowl game. All right, more going on around the coverage in just a second. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we'll touch on some of the transfer portal moves going on out there. Get to that in just a second. But first, I want to remind you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs, helping you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You go to their website, you add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and hire that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus leading competitors. Go to LinkedIn Jobs. Uh, they will help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's the website. LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Along here, locked on SEC, and we've got plenty more to uh, jump into going on around the conference because we've talked about some of the bowl matchups still to come in the next week, but we got a lot more things going on with transfer portal and uh, you know guys declaring for the draft and all that kind of stuff. So let's jump back into it over Georgia. Jack Podlesny, the Georgia kicker, he has made a decision about his future. He has accepted an invitation to play in the Hula Bowl in Orlando. On January 14th, Hula Bowl, of course, will uh, showcase NFL, XFL, USFL, and CFL teams uh, represented by top scouts during the Hula Bowl week to see uh, where they can find the next talent. Pled- Pledesny was the first-team All-SEC kicker 
after a regular season in SEC Championship where he was 23 of 26 on field goal attempts this year, 61 for 61 in PATs, and 73 of his 91 kickoffs either resulted in a touchback or a fair catch. His career high for field goals in a game came this year with four each against Samford and Mizzou. But Lesney and Georgia, of course, is going to take on Ohio State in that playoff game on Saturday night in Atlanta. Uh, Dylan Wade is heading to Auburn, according to uh, reports. The uh, Tulsa transfer announced his commitment to Auburn over the weekend. He was considered the number two offensive tackle available in the transfer portal. He had narrowed his options down to Auburn and USC, and he chose Hugh Freeze over Lincoln Riley. Wade will be playing for a familiar face, Philip Montgomery, who was his former head coach at Tulsa. He was uh, fired at the end of this season and joined Hugh Freeze's staff as new offensive coordinator. So a big-time pickup for Auburn. Dylan Wade coming in to jump on that offensive line. We'll have uh, three seasons uh, or uh, coming to Auburn after three seasons at Tulsa. So a big-time pickup there for Hugh Freeze and company. A uh, quick note on a former Alabama wide receiver, Jai Hall, who had transferred this past year over to Texas. He is back in the portal, he tweeted out. Uh, he's had a tumultuous career, uh, like we said, transferred from Alabama, went to Texas, played in three games this year for Longhorns, made one catch for seven yards, and now he is back in the portal. Over at LSU, the Tigers got some good news over the weekend. Starting defensive back and uh, playmaker Greg Brooks announced he will return for his 2023 season instead of heading to the draft. He announced on social media this year, did not end the way we wanted to or expected, but it is part of the process of building a foundation. Normally, this is where you hear the part about moving on to the next chapter, but I believe my story in Baton Rouge is not over. I will continue this path to greatness at LSU for one more year. So Greg Brooks back in the secondary for LSU next year. Over at Texas A&M, they've had a ton of transfers this offseason. Now we're starting to get a little uh, clarity on where some of these guys are, are heading. Brian George, uh, A&M defensive back, he has announced he is heading to UCF. So he'll, he will go out there to play for the Central Florida Knights. Also, uh, LJ Johnson Jr., former A&M running back, he is heading to SMU after two seasons in College Station. He appeared in four games this year, uh, rushed 21 times for 76 yards. The uh, Florida Gators, they are down another player to the transfer portal as left guard Ethan White announced he is entering the transfer portal. Uh, tweeted out, I want to thank Coach Mullen and Coach Hevesy for giving me the opportunity to represent my home state and the University of Florida for four years, as well as Coach Napier and his staff for continuing my development this past year. I will be entering the transfer portal. He earned AP All-SEC second team recognition and uh, was rated very highly according to Pro Football Focus. So we'll see where he ends up. Also, Florida starting defender Trevez Johnson entering the transfer portal. A defensive back announced the news on Friday night. The Jacksonville native appeared in 34 games over the last three years at Florida, making 16 starts. Played in 12 games this year with nine starts. Had 12, uh, 26 tackles, two pass breakups, and an interception. So yet another loss there for the Florida Gators. Uh, speaking of another Texas A&M guy who is hitting the transfer portal, uh, Chris Marshall was the number three overall receiver in the 2022 recruiting class, a five-star receiver from Texas. He was part of that A&M historic class. Played in six games for the Aggies this year, recorded 11 
catches for 108 yards. But he entered the transfer portal recently, and now he's announced on Christmas morning, he said, I'm staying in the SEC. He's committed to Ole Miss. So Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels getting a big-time pickup in uh, wide receiver Chris Marshall from Texas A&M. He'll have three seasons of eligibility remaining. Uh, also, Ole Miss picking up Trey Harris, an all-conference USA wide receiver from Louisiana Tech. Lane Kiffin fired up by the news, uh, tweeted out on social media. The uh, Rebels head coach uh, noted A&M and Oklahoma had offers out to him, but Harris spent three seasons at Louisiana Tech and uh, put up some nice numbers here in all-conference recognition this past year with 65 catches for over 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. So Trey Harris and Chris Marshall added to the receiving core for presumably Jackson Dart, the quarterback, next year. Some other bit of good news for Ole Miss. On Sunday, they got uh, good news as defensive back Kendrick Breedlove announced he is coming back to Ole Miss. He had entered the transfer portal but uh, decided not to transfer, and he will stay at Ole Miss. He was a part of Ole Miss's 2021 recruiting class, a three-star player out of the Nashville area, so he is sticking around. Appeared in 10 games for the Rebels, nine in 2021, and won this past year primarily as a special teams contributor. Clark Lee going to have to replace a contributor on his defense as linebacker Anthony Orgy is heading off to the NFL Draft. An announcement on Friday that he will forego his final year of eligibility from the COVID year and will head to the NFL. Uh, he thanked his coaches, teammates, and those around him for their support and contributions, developing him as an athlete. 2022 had a, a fantastic season, finished out the season with 106 total tackles, a sack, a forced fumble, and an interception, was among uh, the leading tacklers in the SEC for much of the year. So congrats to Anthony Orgy, friend of the show, had him on at the SEC Media Days, so Wish uh, Orgy the best of luck at the next level. And one more note from the college football front. Uh, Bill O'Brien could be heading back to the NFL. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, he says that Bill O'Brien, who's been the offense coordinator at Alabama for the last two seasons under Nick Saban, called plays against Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl, but there is a lot of uh, sentiment that he could be heading up to New England to go be the OC again for the New England Patriots. He's done it before, worked for Bill Belichick. Uh, the report noted when O'Brien joined Saban's staff in 2021, he gave Saban a commitment to finish out his two-year contract. And, of course, that two-year contract is coming to an end. So Bill O'Brien could be heading back to New England. And as bad as the Arizona Cardinals have been this year, a lot of people expected maybe that Cliff Kingsbury could get the ax. Could he be a candidate to come be the next OC under Nick Saban at Alabama? That would be a huge get for Alabama if that were the case. But we will see. A lot of Alabama fans have been mixed on Bill O'Brien. Would like to see him move on. And would like to see somebody with a little bit more creativity get in there. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury would do that. He's not been a very good pro head coach, but obviously had a lot of success uh, coaching uh, in the college ranks. At least his offenses have been very successful. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Coming up next, we're going to switch gears and talk a little about, bit about the SEC basketball odds ahead of the start of conference play coming up on Wednesday. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. This episode is presented by our friends over at the NHTSA. Drive sober or get pulled over. Look, you're hanging out with some friends 
putting back a few drinks, a few become too many, and as the night comes to an end, people start to head out. You think of calling a ride, but you think, nah, I live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, or you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That is why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. If you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride home. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's. Drive sober or get pulled over. Again, this message brought to you by the NHTSA. Continue on here, locked on SEC, and uh, we got to get into it. SEC basketball season. It's about to get underway. We've run through the non-conference slate. Now conference play is about to get underway. So uh, our friends at Bet Online they've come up with the latest odds to win the SEC this season. So figured we'd let you guys take a look at it. And we start with the favorites. The Tennessee Volunteers are the odds-on favorite at 9-4 to four odds to win the SEC. Just behind them, the Kentucky Wildcats at 14-5. to five. So Tennessee and Kentucky, kind of the overwhelming favorites there to win the the regular season conference, of course. Uh, Alabama coming in behind them at 7-2. to two. So not great odds in any of those three. Behind them, you start to get some better odds. Arkansas comes in fourth best odds at 4-1. to one. Not bad. And then we get to some better odds. Auburn comes in fifth at 14-1 to one to win the SEC this year. Florida Gators come in behind them at 25-1. to one. So a little bit longer odds there. Uh, behind them, it's LSU and Mississippi State, both tied at 40-1. to 1. Behind them, it's Missouri and Texas A&M, both at 50-1 to 1 odds. And then your, your longer shots, it is Ole Miss, 75-1. to 1. Vanderbilt, 200-1. to 1. And Georgia and South Carolina, both tied at 300-1 to 1 to win the SEC this season. So... A lot of people, at least the Vegas odds makers, our friends at Line, expecting Tennessee, Kentucky, or Alabama to take the conference this season. Now, conference play gets underway Wednesday nights, highlighting some of the games that will be happening tomorrow. It'll be number nine, Arkansas, at 11-1 LSU. Number seven, Tennessee, goes on the road at 8-4 Ole Miss. Uh, number 19, Kentucky, is at 11-1 Missouri. Missouri a little bit stronger than maybe people were expecting so far. 7-5 Florida is at number 20 ranked Auburn. And then the only ranked-on-ranked matchup in the conference coming up Wednesday night is number 8 Alabama going to number 21 Mississippi State at Humphrey Coliseum. That is going to be a fun one. Expect uh, Bulldog fans to show up and show out for that one. And Alabama, a top-10 team right now. We'll see how they can respond on the road. So those are going to be some fun, fun matchups getting ready on Wednesday night as we... Start to dive a little bit more into uh, confer- or, uh, SEC basketball action. Well, of course, we'll still keep you up to date with the latest news going on around the football world with the transfer portal and bowl season continuing on this week into next week. And, of course, Georgia hoping to stay alive in the conference in the uh, college football playoff and try to win the SEC 
another national championship as we have become so accustomed to. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll get you primed for the two big bowl games of the day. Of course, we'll have Arkansas versus Kansas. As one-time LSU coach would say, it would be uh, Kansas versus Arkansas. So that will happen Wednesday afternoon. And then later Wednesday night, it'll be Ole Miss versus Texas Tech in the Texas Bowl. And we'll see if Lane Kiffin and company can finish off with a strong ninth win of the season and knock off the Texas Tech Red Raiders. We'll get you set for all that tomorrow and then more news on the transfer portal and more on the bowl games happening this weekend. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.